Hey guys, welcome to a Light in the Darkness podcast. I'm Carly Robison. I'm a wife, a mother, and a person who's been suffering with severe health challenges for over 10 years. Through that time, I've had successes and failures while trying to maintain a positive attitude. Now I want to share what I've learned with you, hoping to make your hard times a little easier. This podcast is to help those of us facing times of darkness and trial find ways to let the light in. Hey guys, it's me, Carly. Can you believe that I'm here actually speaking to you on my podcast? Man, it's been a long time. I, I really hadn't planned on taking this long of a break. My last episode, episode 24, was actually at Thanksgiving time, and we were talking about gratitude. So it's just crazy that it's already almost the end of April, and I haven't come back with new podcast episodes. I'm so sorry. So many of you have been checking in, making sure I'm okay, and hoping that I'm going to be having some new episodes. Um, I'm usually pretty open with my life on here. I think you guys have kind of come to know that. And as I told you in November, I needed to take some time off to focus on my family. That is still the case. If I were able to come back, please believe that I would be here and I will be here as soon as it's, it's feasible for everything that we're going through right now. But out of respect for my loved ones, I'm not really able to go into everything that I'm experiencing right now. As I take some time away from this podcast, please know that I am doing my very best to get myself in a frame of mind and able to physically and mentally get back to podcast episodes, and I will do that as soon as it is possible. But ever since General Conference in April 2021, I have had this prompting that I need to record an episode by myself. Um, I haven't really hardly written anything down. I don't know how long this is going to be, but as I've told you before, I really try very hard to always follow things that I feel Heavenly Father is telling me to do. Um, This prompting kind of started for me when I was watching the priesthood session from General Conference in April 2021. Um, I know that the priesthood session is typically for men to watch, but now that it is available online, I just love watching every session that I can. And I feel like there are things said in the priesthood talks that I can apply into my own life. And this was the case this year. Um, As I was listening to President Henry B. Eyring give his talk in the priesthood session, he talked about something that really tugged on my heartstrings. I began to just sob uncontrollably in my living room by myself um, while I was listening to this talk. And ever since then, I haven't been able to get it out of my mind. And I have thought about a few other things that kind of go along with it. So I really today just felt this strong need to record this podcast episode. So I hope that Heavenly Father can guide me to say the things that 
need to be said and that he can guide people that need to hear this message that I'm sharing to be able to find it. So as I begin, I just wanted to actually read um, part of President Eyring's talk, um, the part that really touched me. He said, when all church meetings were suspended due to the COVID-19 pandemic, a ministering brother accepted an assignment from his elders quorum president to bless and administer the sacrament to a sister he ministers to. When he called her to offer to bring the sacrament, she accepted reluctantly, hating to take him out of his own home in such a dangerous time, and also believing that things would quickly return to normal. When he arrived at her home that Sunday morning, she had a request. Could they walk next door and also have the sacrament with her 87-year-old neighbor? With the bishop's authorization, he agreed. For many, many weeks, and with very careful social distancing and other safety measures, that small group of saints gathered each Sunday for a simple sacrament service, just a few pieces of broken bread and cups of water, but many tears shed for the goodness of a loving God. In time, the ministering brother, his family, and the sister he ministers to were able to return to church. But the 87-year-old widow, the neighbor, out of an abundance of caution, had to remain home. The ministering brother remembered that his assignment was to her neighbor and not even to this elderly sister herself. Still to this day, quietly comes to her home each Sunday, scriptures and a tiny piece of bread in hand, to administer the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. His priesthood service is given out of love. In fact, the ministering brother recently asked his bishop if there were others in the ward he could care for. His desire to magnify his priesthood service has grown as he has served in the Lord's name and in a way known almost exclusively to him. I don't know if the ministering brother has prayed for those he served to know of the Lord's love, but because his service has been in the Lord's name, the result has been the same. As I listened to this story, I couldn't help but think that I am like the 87-year-old neighbor. People who know me in person have heard me say that this pandemic has actually been a great blessing in my life. Of course, I'm so worried about the health and safety of people worldwide. I'm so sad for all of the people who have lost their own lives and lives of their family members to this horrible disease. I know that it has also created a lot of turmoil with the economy, a lot of problems with first responders and teachers, everybody just sacrificing so much because of this pandemic. But for me, the pandemic has been a tremendous blessing. For the past year, so many people have kind of joined me in my own little world. Before the pandemic, I was having to stay home to stay safe. I wasn't able to go very many places. If I did venture out, most of the time I would have to wear an N95 mask to protect myself from particles of 
my allergen um, in the air. For those of you who don't know about my health history, maybe go listen to episode one. But before the pandemic, I was I was wearing masks before they were cool. I wasn't able to go to the temple or to church. I haven't been able to travel very much. I can't go on an airplane anymore because it's not safe. I haven't been able to gather in other people's homes. I haven't been able to go to a lot of my favorite restaurants or go see plays or movies, things that I used to really, really enjoy. But for the past year, as this pandemic has gone on, so many things have been available online. In fact, I was able to watch a Billie Eilish concert with my best friend and my daughter um, in the safety of my own home because she did this concert online and we just had to get the tickets. I have been able to tour art museums to, oh, I was so grateful to be able to watch Hamilton the musical and when it came to Disney Plus because I haven't been able to go see it live because it's not safe for me. In addition to that, so many people changed the ways that they communicated. So many meetings and even um, my daughter is in cosmetology school and they are doing a fashion show in a couple of weeks. And because of the pandemic, they will be streaming it online. So this is something that normally I would have gone to, but because of my health, I haven't been able to. Because of the pandemic, I am now able to watch this in a couple of weeks and support my daughter. So as President Eyring was sharing the story of this sweet sister and the experience that the ministering brother had, realizing that the sweet 87-year-old woman wasn't going to be able to go back to church, I started to think about how, as everybody gets on with their lives, wondering how things will be different for me again, wondering if a lot of these different things that have been blessings in my life, if they'll go away. And that kind of overwhelmed me and got me a little sad. Um, but at the end of the priesthood session, President Russell M. Nelson gave a talk. And I want to read just a little quote from that. Amid the losses we have experienced, there are also some things we have found. Some have found a deeper faith in our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Many have found a fresh perspective on life, even an eternal perspective. You may have found stronger relationships with your loved ones and with the Lord. I hope you have found an increased ability to hear Him and receive personal revelation. Difficult trials often provide opportunities to grow that would have not come in any other way. Think back on the past year. How have you grown? What have you learned? You might initially wish you could go back to 2019 and stay there. But if you look at your life prayerfully, I believe you will see the many ways in which the Lord has been guiding you through this time of hardship. As President Nelson spoke those words, I felt just so much love and comfort from Heavenly Father. I thought about how many things that I have learned throughout my trials, and especially this trial of my health. 
as the vaccines have been more available and the world is starting to open back up, I've heard a lot of people really excited to get back to life as normal. They just want to give everything back as normal, back as it was before doing the things that they were before the pandemic. But the thing is, there's really never going to be back to normal if we're doing it right. Like President Nelson said, difficulties in life change us. And if we allow them to, they can change us for the better. We don't want to go back to our lives before COVID because COVID helped us realize what truly matters. So I just wanted to kind of help talk about some of the things that I've learned through my experience with my health and also some things that I have learned that kind of parallel it as the world has has focused on COVID and quarantined and tried to keep everybody safe as possible. COVID really helped us to learn some important things. And it's my hope and prayer that as I'm talking about this, that you can kind of think about things in your own life and how COVID has changed you and what kinds of things you want to stick around as we go back to life, how it used to be, but better. The first thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is that after COVID, I hope that we can realize that almost everyone that we encounter is going through a difficult trial in one way or another. This year, a lot of us could empathize with each other because we were experiencing similar things. We were experiencing quarantine, keeping people safe, worrying about the economy or even our own incomes. We were worrying about our lack of travel, and we really missed the many activities that we had outside of the home. We experienced closed temples and home church. As we go back to many of these things that we haven't been able to do, I hope that we can remember that sometimes struggles aren't as easy to see as they were this year. Sometimes we can't see the struggles that people are going through. So I hope that we can learn to treat everybody like you would want to be treated on, on your hardest day. As Utah has gotten rid of their mask mandate and stores have decided whether they are going to enforce it on their own or not, there has been a lot of discussion. There have even been fights that have broken out because of this. The problem is that we don't know why somebody feels the way that they do. For me, I'm going to go back to the stores and I'm still going to be wearing a mask. Before the pandemic, most people would do two things. They would either look at me and kind of whisper and wonder why I was wearing the mask, maybe judging me or thinking that I'm a hypochondriac or a lot of times people think that I'm wearing the mask so I don't get them sick. Or other people would try so hard to not stare and point at me that they would not acknowledge me at all. Nobody would make eye contact with me. They would go out of their way to not walk anywhere near me. I'm really, really concerned as 
it was kind of a strange thing for me to have everybody else start wearing masks and to not feel like I was standing out as I was going to a grocery store. It felt kind of nice to have everybody the same as me for a while. But as the mandates are lifted and as stores decide that they no longer feel like their customers and their staff need to wear masks, I'm still going to be wearing mine. And if you're going to the store, how are you going to respond to people like me? Are you going to look at us and think, oh my gosh, what a sheep, what a nervous person. Don't you realize the pandemic is over? The pandemic, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. Why in the world would you wear a mask? Or are you going to be going back to that group that doesn't want to make eye contact with me, that's trying so hard to pretend that they aren't staring, that they don't even acknowledge me as a person. Everyone you meet is going through something hard. You don't know what it is. You don't know why they make the choices that they do. Please use the lessons that you have learned from this pandemic to change you to serve as a reminder to be kind to everyone. The second thing that I wanted to talk about today is as we go back to life as, as normal, but better, think about the things that you missed during this pandemic. Did you yearn to gather with your friends and family? Did you wish that you had taken the opportunity to travel more? Were there local businesses that you wish you could support and some of them maybe even have now closed because they didn't make it? Do those things. Tomorrow is never guaranteed. Live life while you can. As I was a young newlywed, I remember making the choice to not go hiking very much anymore for a lot of reasons. I loved hiking. I loved how I felt when I was in the mountains and in nature. One of the reasons that I made this decision because was because my husband is not the biggest fan of hiking. When we would go on hikes, they just weren't his favorite thing. So I just was like, oh, I don't want to make him do this thing that he really doesn't enjoy. Then I had four children in seven years. I was constantly even either pregnant or had a new baby. And it's just a lot harder to get out into nature when you have a lot of young children or you're pregnant. And so over the years, I just kind of let it go. And when I got sick, it was one of the first things that I realized that I missed. And it's strange because I hadn't been doing it a lot. But here's something that you wouldn't think about with my help. First of all, hiking, when people are hiking on trails, a lot of times, especially in Utah, there are a lot of people on the trails. You'll pass people all the way up and all the way down. When you're hiking, you want to have a healthy snack that's full of protein. So most people will get, grab a granola bar or trail mix or something like that so that they can have a quick snack that can give them some energy to get through the rest of their hike. Well, I am allergic to peanuts and peanut butter in the air. So as everybody is eating their protein as they're on the hiking trail, 
it is being released into the air and I end up having an allergic reaction. So because of that reason, I can no longer hike and I miss it. And I am so upset with the young me who didn't realize it was important to her, who didn't take that opportunity and time while she still could to go out and enjoy the nature and the beauty that God has created. So those things that you missed so much during the pandemic, go out and do them for me. The third thing that I wanted to talk about is that as the pandemic was happening in the world, a lot of us also faced, depending on where you were in the world, earthquakes and fires, ice storms and hurricanes, so many things that were happening at the same time. If you experienced one of those things during this pandemic or ever in your life, what were the first things that you thought about? Did you wish that you had told your spouse that you love them before you left the house? Did you realize that the argument with your child didn't seem as big of a deal anymore? Did you wish that you had gone to church more or repented of a sin that you haven't given up yet? Well, guess what? Now is your opportunity. We have all been given another day. Those earthquakes and fires were so hard and scary. Ice storms and the hurricanes have wreaked havoc on the world. But we are all here, here still. So let's use that as an opportunity to learn and grow and do the things that we wished we had done. The last thing that I wanted to talk about was kind of what President Nelson was talking about. How will you see the world differently as we move forward? Today, something popped up on my Facebook memories, and this is kind of the last <laughs> final kick that Heavenly Father was giving me to say, okay, will you do this podcast? It's time for you to finally do it. <laughs> so I wanted to read the memory of mine that I said. It was from 2014. I took this picture at the Salt Lake City Temple this week. I don't know if it's because I mostly have to stay in my house or my car, but I've been able to notice more the beauty of the world around me. The air smells sweeter. The grass seems greener. The colors and sunshine and mountains seem more magnificent. I'm so grateful for my Father in Heaven for creating this beautiful world for us. Be grateful that the pandemic is getting better. Be grateful that the world is opening up. Be grateful for the ability that you have to experience life similar, similarly as you did in the past. Be grateful for the opportunity that you have to experience life similarly as you did in the past. But don't allow yourself to simply go back to normal. We will never be the same again. This pandemic lifestyle was hard and beautiful and scary and peaceful and slower paced and lonely. It has forever changed us. Well, guys, this is the episode. I just felt really, really prompted to share this message. 
I don't know when the next time we're going to talk is going to be. Like I said at the beginning, I promise you as soon as I am able, I'm going to be back with amazing guests and awesome opportunities for hope and light in an increasingly dark world. But until I'm able to do that, please know that Heavenly Father loves you. Please know that He hears you when you cry and say that this year has been the most difficult one in your life. Please know that He doesn't want you to suffer because He is a mean and vengeful God. This is something that He has asked the whole world to face. Trials are given to us and we're given a choice. Are we going to allow them to make us bitter and angry at Heavenly Father and curse God for the situation that we've been in for the past year? Or are we going to allow them to help us to be better? We're going to change, learn from the things that we have been through this year to make us, our community, our families, and the world a better place to be. I know we can. I know that you and I together can be a light in the darkness. We'll see you later. Bye. I want to give a special thanks to my son Carter for recording and writing our intro and outro music for this podcast. If you want to hear more of his music, you can find him on Instagram at CarterGuitar456.